Hello and welcome to Dvorak Horowitz Unplugged, an hour-long discussion of activity in the financial markets around the world featuring columnist John C. Dvorak and money manager Andrew Horowitz. This conversation is casual and unrehearsed. Let's join John and Andrew now. I'm John C. Dvorak. And I'm Andrew Horowitz. And it's April 11th, 2023. Yeah, I'm wishing you again a very happy birthday. And I would like to wish you and your family and hope you had a wonderful egg-filled Easter. Um, no eggs. You didn't do any kind of an egg hunt or a paint or anything like that? No, there's no. no. Now, Kids are too old for that. The whole point of Easter seems to be a variety of different things, but the eggs, I'm talking about the eggs and the rabbits. It has obviously okay. rabbit. Well, it's, it's rabbits, right? It's eggs, rabbits, is, isn't it? Yeah, I guess the rabbit, the Easter bunny. Right. It's, it's what it is, a bunny. Rabbit. Isn't that? It, it obviously has a, a lot of roots in fertility. Obviously, no. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, makes yeah, sense. What is that about? I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. Oh, you're not Mister Religion, huh? I don't consider the uh, rabbit and the eggs of religious. So it's more of a way of celebrating once again. So it's like Hanukkah is not a religious holiday, but since the Jews needed to keep up with the Christians, and as I was growing up, of all these, you know, all my all my Christian friends were having you know Christmas and they get all these prizes and yes. gifts. <laughs> we're like, what the hell? So not only do we have to have a holiday to match them within the same time of year, but we have to have it for eight days. Instead of just well, the it would be better if you had eight days of eight days of gifts. We did. Oh, you did. You ate a gift a day. Yes, that's what my parents did. It was awful though. They would buy these horrible little gifts. Listen, my friend was getting the coolest like car thing, and I'm getting like a toothbrush, tchotchkes. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting junk. Like junk. But I think that carried over. My parents actually, over the years, kept on buying me things that was like, what are they thinking? Like, for example. I think for my 30th birthday, they bought me like a stud finder. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's a good one. I'm like, I don't understand. What is this for? My dad's like, it's practical. Everybody needs to have a stud finder. I'm like, okay. It's like one of those laser measurement devices. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, those are, those are good. But you can do that with your phone now. The iPhone could do that pretty well. Oh. Right out of the box. Hmm. Actually crazy accurate too. It's really weird. And we also had Passover. I had 22 people at my table for Passover. Yeah, you're really sad. You're having a lot of guests. I've had a lot of guests recently. Like yeah, do you, do you get it? Is there any uh, uh, sort of, uh, what did you call it? When somebody, when you do something for someone, then they do something for reciprocity? you? Reciprocity? Yeah. Is there any sort of reciprocity? Not you get that I invited I've, to big no. shindigs or anything? Yeah, well, yeah. So I had a big Italian night at my house where I, I invited all my Italian friends over. You know this. We made sausage. We made meatballs. We need sauce. I am invited over to their house this weekend for a party. It's a big paella fest. So that's going to be nice. Right? So how many people did you have to the Italian soiree? Ten. I would say about ten. How many of those ten invited you to one of their things? In total, uh, they prefer to have it at my house is the problem. But, oh, yeah, there you go. But maybe four out of the total. Yeah. But then they invite me to different things. They invite me to dinner. It's very gracious. They're very giving. It's very nice. Giving. Yep. Uh, warming up, we still have a few things to talk about. We have a new Close to the Pin announcement, a contest that was put up yesterday. So there's your opportunity to get in on the goods. And if you have any idea of... You know, think you're good at picking stock prices and those stocks that should do well. We're going to announce that tonight for you, and you have the opportunity to enter in and win a shirt, plus all sorts of other goodies. Bond yields way down. I don't know what that means. Makes no sense, but yeah. We have free toasters making a comeback. And if you know what that means, you know there's a new little phrase that you see on Twitter and, and various social media and in your messages. If you get open a bank account? If you know, you know. So you know. Yep, free free toasters and and all sorts of little gifts making a comeback. They used to have uh, towels in boxes of soap. That was a big thing. What was the they best thing? Give, they used to give uh, dishware uh, uh, away at, when you went to the drive-in theater. Oh, really? In the drive-in theater? You wait. You buy a two-dollar ticket and they would give you dishes. Yeah. Wow. That wow. Mm. Pretty amazing. But I remember the 
the toasters, and it's like, who needs toasters? They would actually advertise on television for free toaster, free open toaster. a savings account, a big thing. Get a get a toaster. Everybody needs a toaster. So I don't even have a toaster in my house anymore. Do you have one? Yes, I do. I do have a toaster, and I have a toaster oven. So you have the toaster where you can put the toast in, but bagels don't fit so well. That one? Oh uh, no, the bagels fit too. Really? They're, they're wide mouth. Most oh. most toasters today mm-hmm. will fit a bagel. But you know, back in the day, it was pretty hard to get a bagel in there. Either one side and went in or the other what, side. To, to, to add to that bagel situation, most toasters today will accept a bagel, and there's a button you can push the bagel in, and there's a button you can push that will heat the one side of the bagel and not the other. <sighs> See, why didn't we think of that? That was, uh, all we did was compl- I complained about it for years. I didn't think about yeah. changing anything. I just complained. That's what it is, right? We complain a lot, but don't do anything about it. I, at least me. Well. I'm a complainer. I'll admit it. Kvetch. Kvetcher. You know what kvetching means? Yeah. yeah it means a, complaining. Yeah, I'm a kvetcher. Uh, gold medals, alts, coins. Ooh-wee. Running up. Because yeah. there's nothing wrong. Because there's no problem. Because everybody is just very comfortable. You can see by the markets hovering around the 4,100 mark on the S&P 500. Everything is just hunky-dory. That's why everybody's buying gold and silver, alternative assets, and cryptocurrencies. Make it a huge run. Because everybody has- I find it peculiar that everything is going up. I mean, you'd think that if the market was going down, then the gold and crypto would go up. But if a market goes down, you watch this. If the market goes down, just takes a big bashing. Everything else will go down with it. That's what happened last year. Oftentimes, though, you do see the inverse of that with certain asset classes. And it's supposed to be a buffer with, like, bonds. And you're supposed to see a little bit of a uh, non-correlation, they call it. That's the word, non-correlation with things like gold and certain other asset classes are not supposed to go with stocks. But it's... A much different environment where you have everything just going up or down at yeah. once. That's yeah, crazy. And a lot of that has to do with the Fed and the liquidity they pump in and the and and or take out of the markets and the dollar and how that's impacting um, the the valuation scheme. But 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 more so, I, I think it's again once again is is a very simple explanation. You know, Occam's razor, right? What is obvious is obvious, and that is this: the training, the conditioning the Pavlovian response to a lower interest rate is that it's going to be more liquidity, easier monetary policy, looser financial conditions, and therefore you buy stocks and you buy all these other things. And that's what's happened. Bond yields have gone down. They've gone down for the wrong reason though, John, right? Yeah. They haven't gone down, you know, for, for because everything's just fine. They've gone down because people are freaking out and buying bonds. Thinking that two things, inflation's over and the banking crisis is pretty ugly. Well, it seems so anyway. Uh, The employment report came out last week and we saw a mixed bag. We saw that the uh, numbers were actually, I I would say there was something in it for everyone. And the, uh, the oddest thing about the employment report is that it came out on Good Friday when the markets were closed. That was weird. But we did see- Way to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Just to to hide it and to make it so it's uh, untradeable. Earnings season starting this week. We got the big banks on Friday, Wells Fargo and JP Morgan coming out. And Apple news, big Apple news we're going to talk about when it comes to PC demand. I was pretty shocked by this this report that came out uh, Sunday night. I think it was Sunday, Sunday night late. Donations. You know what they say about donations, by the way? You know what the... There, there is a very famous saying about donations. Do you know what it is? We don't get as enough, enough as we should. Correct. But that can be rectified because April donations bring May flowers. Are you aware of that? I never heard that one. Yeah, that's a new one. So, uh, folks, if you're listening and, you know, sucking all the juice you can out of this program and discussion, getting some great ideas, look great, some education, please go over to dhunplug.com, click on the little oval yellow button that says, you guessed it, donate, and uh, push to your heart's content. Give till it hurts. Yeah, and there you go, sneezing on the truth. God bless you. Yeah. 
Oh. Ah. How's it going? Fine. Something I said? It's not any the donations. Ah, <laughs> knew it. All right, some earnings season prep. Let's talk about this. What do you what do you think? And I got some ideas. What are you thinking about how the earnings season is going to shake out? Well, uh, I think it's going to be pretty flat, personally. So not a lot of excitement either way. Yeah, that would be my guess. All right. I think there's going to be some very bad guidance. And, bad and, guidance. Yeah, guidance. You know, they're going to come out with, what if two well, things are going to happen? Isn't the guidance usually bad well, in no terms guide. of its quality? Well, what I'm saying is they're going to be like, there's one of two things going to happen. One is going to be the reality of, hey, you know, we had an okay quarter, but going forward, we realize that we just can't keep this pace up. There's a lot of things that are bringing down our earnings, like margin compression due to higher costs, uh, lower buying, stimulus being yanked, people slowing down. And that, that would be really kind of a uh, what I think is the reality of what's going to happen if actions by many of the companies are any guide to what we've seen. So, example, we've seen things like Google laying off uh, people. We've seen Apple start to think about it. We've seen um, Amazon. You know, you know the, the Mac, Microsoft, uh, Facebook laying off people. Google sent out a letter, uh, and, and they talked about 2008. Did we talk about this? No. They talk about 2008. They used the reference of 2008. Now, if I was to use and play a word association game with you, and I would say 9-11, you would instantly know what I was talking about, right? Yeah. If I say 2008, you instantly know what I'm talking about, right? Exactly. These are important numbers and dates, if you know, and, and, and things that are said. Uh, dog whistles. Yeah, these, these are dog whistles. And by Google, in their discussion of their letter, talking about that in that 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 we are seeing when we no, they reference back to just like we saw in two thousand and eight. We are making changes in advance of what we believe is happening, and therefore going to be you know really cutting down on our overall uh, cost structure and, 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 and expenses. Now, 2008, that's a pretty substantial issue to be bringing up, don't you think? Well, especially when the current conditions are not reflective Unless of 2008. Two different times in the letter, they brought up 2008. And I think they're doing this so that when they come out with their earnings that are going to look like crap, they can say, hey, they... We're ahead right of this. We know this already. It's not a surprise yeah, to 2008. anybody. 2008. Yeah, yeah, right. Banks, going to be kind of ugly. But I think the the idea is one of two things. So, so either companies are going to have some poor guidance and they're going to have things they did in advance to make it look like, oh, okay, um, not so bad. Or, or they're going to have very bad earnings good guidance somehow. And I think that's a possibility as well. Mm. And that will be because they push all the crap into this quarter. Clean it out, push it in. So they can say, but the, you know, next month is going to be better. So they're going to, they're going to massage the quarterly data or the rest of your data by pushing all this negativity into this quarter because it's, it's expected because right now analysts are looking for a negative 7% year over year growth on earnings for the S and P 500. Negative 7%. Meanwhile, the S&P's, you know, only slightly off its high. I mean, a bit, you know, a few percent. So, hmm. going to be interesting. Now, how bad is it going to be? So, Apple came out with uh, some numbers this weekend that said that Mac shipments fell 40% in the first quarter of 2023 compared with the same period last year. I don't know about you, but if I had a business or a part of my business that was down 40%, I think that was you pretty- You don't like that number. That's, that's a bad number. Terrible number. Yeah. But when's the last time they've even promoted this product? But the point is that that it's a mainstay, and this is showing us not only the true pull-forward impact of what's going on with regard to their, their sales for some of their products, but also the drop in overall demand. And this was confirmed- by uh, Taiwan Semiconductor, came out this week and said slowing production 
as their demand is not there. They're slowing down their actual manufacturing production because the demand is just not there. Number one supplier of semiconductors. Well, and processor chips in particular. Mm -hmm. Apple worldwide PC market share dropped between the first quarter of 2022 and the first quarter of 23 from 8.6% to 7.2%. So they're losing market share as well. All, mm. all five of the largest computer makers, you got Apple, you got Asus, you got Dell, HP, and Lenovo. So let's see, you got what? One, two, three U.S. companies, one, uh, Asus is what? Is, is Korean? I think it's Taiwanese. Oh, is it? Oh, interesting. And Lenovo- I, could, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think it is. Well, Lenovo was IBM, but now it's Japanese, right? No, no, that's Chinese. China, China, China. Huh. Okay. Um, that much I do know. All five largest computer makers saw double-digit um, drops in first-quarter shipments, reflecting weaker demand and persistent inventory woes. But Apple's decline was the biggest of the bunch. Now, have you looked at Apple's stock lately? Uh, no, not really. It's hovering above, yeah, let's see, um, hovering above 161, but let's see, I want to see some, or 160. Um, one sixty eighty, and year to date, it's up twenty eight percent year to date on these crap numbers. It's down four point nine percent on its uh, it's 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 high was I don't know right here one seventy one, so it's eleven dollars off of its high eleven dollars. What is that? That's uh, that sounds 6%? like a short to me. Yeah, that's what I yeah, got on the game last week for a short. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. So something. Well, something it's can. one of those stocks that's almost like uh, people just like. I mean, they, it's it's not it's it's not really a stock. It's more of a of a love affair. Yeah, it has it's, it's shortcoming. Yeah. Well, and they're also doing buybacks, and uh, everybody in the and, and the buybacks yeah. don't hurt. Yep, doesn't hurt. Uh, the employment report that came out on Friday, March non-farm payrolls, 236,000 versus the consensus of 239. So not too bad, right? Kind of close. Prior revised to up 326 from 311. The unemployment rate, though, dropped to 3.5% from 3.6%. Average hourly earnings up 0.3% versus 0.3%. Uh, so that was right on. The average work week was 34.4 hours versus 34.5. Uh, rounding error, no big deal. 25% of the employment gains were in the services area, things like restaurants, bars, and hotels. Yeah, and there's still shortages. Where did all the people still go? I still don't understand. whining and moaning and groaning about it. Where did all the workers go? They, like, disappeared in a hole. Yeah, that's when I was talking about the great disappearance. Wait, wait, yeah, who, that, who was talking about that? It was on just articles I've seen. There's one that yesterday. Where did everybody go? It just it disappeared. People are just not there. And and the people that are there can't do the job. I cannot get a takeout order that is, like, correct to save my life. People don't care. They don't put the spoon in. They don't put the Thousand Island dressing in. They don't put the thing on the side. They put extra cheese. When I say no cheese or something, it's ridiculous. And I'm the quality you, of the employees is not oh, good. Terrible. Get them off their phones. <laughs> Let them work. They shouldn't have a phone, a personal phone at work. There is no reason. With. No reason. I don't know why everyone allows this. Well, oh, well, what if, what if my children call and it's an emergency? What do we that do back in the day? Happen. What do we, what do we do back in the day? They call the, they'll call the place. Hey, can I talk to my mom? I uh I left the drop my key. I can't find it. Stupid. Stupid. It's really it's embarrassing. Home prices. The outlook. Moody's expects 98% of the major markets to post a home price decline over the next coming year. On the other hand, Zillow said tight market supply will make it hard for home prices to fall much, much further. Mm. Through the uh, first two months of 2023, the biggest home price drops were found in markets like Austin. Well, Austin's falling apart. Yep, down uh, two points uh, since Adam left. It's all over. Who wants to be there now? No, he got out just in time. That was, was the attraction. 
Very good timing. Question, why do you go to Austin? See Adam Curry. That was it. Yeah. See Adam Curry. Uh, by the way, you can listen to uh, No Agenda, which is Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak uh, taking apart, putting back together, deconstructing, reconstructing, taking it and turning it inside out, backwards and forward, all the major media news, making you much smarter and wiser. You can listen each and every Thursday and Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Of course, you can find those also on your favorite podcast repository or app or service or streaming, whatever it is. All the big boys have it. Uh, we also had drops uh, not only in in, um, in Austin, but also Boise, down 2.4%. Las Vegas, Phoenix, and San Jose. Where's San Jose? San Jose is down south, South ah. Bay. It's, where it's, it's in the Silicon Valley region. It shouldn't be going down. Western U.S. home values. Yeah, I think it was overpriced to begin with. I think it was jacked way up. Uh, this is something that I thought was really interesting in my reading this week. Western U.S. homes, the values, Western U.S. home values seem the most detached from fundamentals according to reports. Let me kind of give you a little bit further detail on that. What does that mean? One of the things that you look at home value and valuations is What's supporting the valuation, right? You follow what I'm saying? There's got to be something. And in certain areas, like in the Western U.S., there was an abundance of money that was being paid to people in the technology industry. And there is a significant uh, amount of, uh, I guess, uh, or, or, you know, changes that are happening in that area. And people are either not making as much money anymore or there's less people working. And that's why there is seemingly a detachment from fundamentals because you could work from home also in different areas. Some people play, you know, asking to come back to work. But the point is that there is a, a, a weird thing that happened that drove those prices up in those areas. And it was all based on salary or, you know, perceived salary. So... Still going to see some problems in that in that region. I, I, I have to disagree with your basic thesis here. Why? Real estate is not like the stock market. It's purely a supply and demand issue. Uh, there's too much demand and not enough supply, well, which I guess is kind of like the stock market, but not, but just more to an extreme. So fundamentals don't really mean anything. What's the house really worth? What did it cost to build one? Uh, it's pretty much the fact that there's a huge shortage of housing in the San Francisco Bay Area and resulting in these prices going through the roof, as it were. But isn't it about affordability as well? Well, you can't, I mean, you can't even get a loan if you don't qualify in so far as affordability is concerned. In other words, it has to be a certain ratio of your, of your paycheck. Uh, to get the loan in the first place, unless you have put a big down payment down uh, and get the loan down to lower prices. Uh, affordability is not on the table. No, it's, affordability is not on the table. Okay. Well, we, uh, we agree to disagree then a bit because I think that there is something to be what you can pay and what therefore uh, the, 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 val the price of the house is held up by that. If all of a sudden you had a big, uh, let's say there's a lot of people living in San Francisco because they're working there, but yet they're not, they didn't get fired, but for somehow their salaries went down and they could no longer afford the houses. First, they wouldn't live there. They couldn't buy there. It's like what's happening in Fort Lauderdale. There is a well, major, major um, confluence of issues happening where east side of town is very expensive. You need a lot of people to work on the east side of towns, particularly in the in the marine industry, but they can't afford to live here. So they have to go back to what my grandfather did. My grandfather used to travel almost three hours to go to work every day. Can you imagine? Yeah. No. He drove from New York to Princeton, Long Island to Princeton. I'm, I'm going to actually look this up right now. He went from Manhasset to Princeton. How many miles is that? Princeton. I don't think it's that far. That's one hour, I think it's 77 miles. One hour, 33 minutes. Yes, it's short. And then you got traffic, though, 
I'm just saying. Traffic is the issue. Yeah. So they still, let's, let's, let's pump it up to two hours. Two hours every way to work. That's four hours a day. That's 20 hours a week in the car. Where he smoked a cigar with the windows closed, by the way. Couldn't uh, <laughs> uh, take a train. No. I don't know if there was one. Maybe. I'm not sure. Now, the good news for housing is I mean, bond people, yield. Uh, people work in, in New York and live in Connecticut, out not just, you know, in Connecticut, not toward the city, but they live in kind of the sticks often, as long as there's a train station yeah. out there, and right. they just take a two-hour train ride. Correct. Uh, that I understand. And they can get a lot of work done. It's not like you're stuck in the car. But if you But if you are driving like my grandfather did, there's nothing without a phone, by the way. Hello. Without satellite radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? He, he, was, he was just schlepping. That was a long ride. Daily. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Well, there are people that work in San Francisco and live out in uh, places like Tracy. That's they far? take the long haul. And that's about an hour and a half. Mm. I have a seven-minute drive to the office, and sometimes it's <laughs> tough. I got a shorter drive than that. <laughs> you have, you have uh, it's going slowly. You can get there in a minute. That's if you uh, take one step. Roll at a time. out of bed. Mm -hmm. I told you, my my other grandfather would actually have an office in his house, but he used to get dressed up in suit and tie every day and go to his office in the house. <laughs> and I asked him, "Did I ever tell you this story?" I asked him why. Yeah, yeah. It's, I've always found the story quite amusing. I, said, I can see people doing that. I said, why? I said, well, because I feel like I'm really at work. I feel like that I'm really, you know, in an office rather than just my house. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what do you want to say to that? Um, bond yields dro dropping due to the banking crisis. And even with the Fed pressing up, we're still lower. 3.4% on the 10-year yield and um, heavy inversion. Very, very heavy inversion when you look at the short-term rates. I mean, 4.8% I got for clients on a treasury out to August yesterday. 4.8%, but the 10-year is 3.4%. So there's an inversion of the three-month 10-year, which is the ones that the Fed always said, oh my gosh, no, no, don't look at the 10 and 2, look at the three-month and the 10. So what's happening now is recession now play is going on. The fear of recession has now trumped the fear of further inflation in the future. And a 1% reduction in rates that we saw this month or within the last month is absurd. Can you imagine if the Fed yacked rates up by 1% or lowered rates by 1% in one month? People would be hysterical. Would be yeah, but that's what happened. That's what just happened. We basically moved 1%. We almost, And most of it happened on the days that those banks were going belly up. And I think it's a good time to bring up the banks right now because you want to talk about some BS which is really unbelievable. The, the Fed. Here we go. The Fed. <laughs> <laughs> the Fed is in full CYA mode. Federal Reserve Bank of New York President John Williams said on Monday that the financial system's troubles that drove the central bank to provide large amounts of credit to banks is not collateral damage from the Fed's aggressive effort to lower inflation. I'm calling major bullshit on this one, okay? He said he viewed the trouble at the two banks, first of all, two banks, two banks, how about multiple banks, two are still teetering, and we had to have an international, huge, massive bank that was uh, that was a essentially a sovereign bank have to be bought up over a weekend by another sovereign bank, <laughs> helped by a central bank that was giving them billions of dollars of backstops. Yeah. So this, this idea That's of two, pretty pathetic. two banks as unique in nature and unlikely to reflect broader trends in the financial system. He said, that said, federal officials have said that banking sector stress will likely weigh on the economy as financial firms pull back on lending. That in turn could result in lower activity levels and also help to further cool price pressures. So they're looking at this like it's not their fault and it's maybe a good thing. Amazing. This is when when Deutsche Bank is going to finally eat it. Yep, that's the, that next teeter. 
Right now, they resolved it. They threw billions of dollars in, so everybody's like, ah, that's thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Crazy. Um, now, with all this, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. Starlink. You know, the uh, I was actually over a friend's house on Friday afternoon because he had a little gathering of guys to cook up a pastrami two weeks in the brine and then eight hours on the smoker. Delicious. So this pastrami was made from scratch and yes. with a brisket. So mm-hmm. he brined it himself. Yes. Okay. Delicious. He's like, what, he's like you. Yeah. He's nuts. You had a bunch of really weird guys there in this Florida air in your <laughs> click. You'd like it. You'd enjoy it. I'm sure. So, uh, one, so the first day was ribs. Second day, this is all to watch the masters. First, we had three TVs outside in a tiki, uh, at a pool on a canal. It was just like my house, actually. Um, and he made the first day was ribs. Second day was pastrami. Third day was a combination of pastrami egg rolls that they made from the leftovers and a full brisket the next day. Pretty amazing. So, so no pulled pork. I didn't see pulled pork. That's a good point. But, uh, he had this thing on the dock. I'm like, what, what, what is that thing? This white reflector thing. He goes, that's a Starlink system. I'm like, why do you have a Starlink system? He said, I use it for internet when I'm on the boat. Sometimes he's a boat, he sells boats. So he has to deliver them to the Bahamas. He just plugs it in and he's got internet the entire crossing. How smart is that? It's like 150 bucks a month. So it has tracking built in? He has, it's a satellite-based internet. Yeah, I know, but it has to track. It has to, it, if it's bouncing around or oh. it's going north and south, it's got to have some sort of tracking. Must feature. have some track. Yeah, must. He, he said it was great. He said it works great. He said the upload well, Adam, speed is not Adam great. Adam has a, has a Starlink yeah, lash says, up. It's good, right? Well, it's no good for podcasting. I know the upload speed is awful. No, it's not that. It's, it's, the, it's the latencies. Oh, I see. Well, the problem is that the satellites are now falling out of orbit and coming back to Earth which is something Elon will never do, by the way, come down to Earth. Astrophysicist John McDowell tracked SpaceX satellite activity and said that at present, at least 14 of the company's devices were on their way down. Woo! Reports show that the satellite in question, the one that is coming down right now, uh, likely uh, burned up as it attempted to reenter the Earth's atmosphere, meaning traces of it will be incredibly hard to find. Yeah, it'll be toast, as mm-hmm. it were. Yep. So, uh, there's some. Talk. Are they sure they're not being shot out of the sky? Oh, maybe they're just bumping into each other. Well, these are low orbit sat- satellites, right? Yeah, they're easy to shoot out of the sky. Really? I think so. Yeah, I think huh. they got these Chinese, and I think the Russians have these kind of uh, doomsday satellites up here that they go around and they can shoot or bump these satellites and knock them down. It's like the game of asteroids. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, what else we got here? Uh oh. Oh. One of my favorite stories. Sit back and let's talk about this, folks, can we? At the Ald- Alderwood Mall Apple Store was closed last week. Somehow burglars got in without going through the front door, the back door. The entire operation was clean. There was nothing to be found that was broken. And employees were unaware until the next morning. Now, this is what happened. The robbers didn't enter the store through the front, but created an entry from an adjoining bathroom wall of an espresso machine outlet. The The entry through the espresso store was conducted through the front door as these pried open the door. So that door, maybe they wasn't uh, as well alarmed because who the hell's stealing espresso, right? Nobody. Yeah. So once the burglars gained entry into the espresso store, they cut through the wall of the bathroom that led straight to the Apple store. And according to the news outlet. What city was this in? Alderwood, Alder, Alderwood Mall Apple Store. Where's, where's that? Let's see. Uh, let's see on this thing here. Uh, let's see. Let's find it. 
All right, what do we got? We got uh, Oldwood, Apple Oldwood. This is in Linwood, Washington. Linwood, Washington. Right in your neck of the woods. Oh, interesting. Up there in the uh, Pacific Northwest, we yeah. got some creative criminals. Mm -hmm. So according to the news outlet, the uh, burglars cut a 24 by 18 inch hole. So they couldn't have been fat slobs. They got to be in relatively good shape. That's a small hole. Into the wall that opened into the back room of the Apple store. The entire operation was seamless as the robbers took almost 400 and 36 iPhone models, and an unknown number of Apple Watch and iPads, almost together, totaling 500,000 worth of Apple products were stolen. And I put a little picture on here for you. If you go over to the show notes of episode number 649, head down to where it says Bathroom Heist. And there it is. Can you see that? Yeah. Oh, they made a, oh, that's an, uh. So they crawled through that hole. Yeah, just one guy was on right one to the side. the back of the store. Yeah. Very creative. Like it, right? Yeah. No, I'm, I admire guys who have this kind of wherewithal. You took it all. And I don't know how you carry all that stuff in what kind of bag. You I think in the mirror, there seems to be a pregnant woman. It's probably whoever's taking the picture. Maybe she's pregnant. I don't know. So, uh, one of my favorite stories of the week. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So they just wiped us. Did they just strip the store? Pretty much. Of, of the, they were in the back, you know, in that back room of those sneak off to. Yeah. They kind of have these big combo locks. Yeah, you start all. there. Yeah. Uh -huh. First you wipe that out and then you rush into the front of the store and take whatever you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. They activate the phone. They got to jailbreak those phones somehow, so that it's not traceable, right? Well, it depends on how what market they sell them to. Yeah, they probably have somebody that can do that. Then Let's again, face it. if they can do this, right? They got this figured out. They can do that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> then we have another story about another technology firm, Peeping Peeping Tesla. A California Tesla owner sued the electric car maker in a prospective class action lawsuit accusing it of violating the privacy of customers. A lawsuit in the U.S. District Court of the Northern District of California came after Reuters reported on Thursday that groups of Tesla employees privately shared via an internet messaging system sometimes highly invasive videos and images recorded by customers' car cameras between 2019 and 2022. Yeah, people having sex in a Tesla. What are they doing in the Tesla? Sex. They're just romping and rolling, huh? So, it's electric. Yep. Um, Reuters reported that some Tesla employees could see customers doing laundry. So that's the, I guess that's what they call it, right? Laundry, doing laundry? Yeah. <laughs> doing laundry? Just doing a little laundry yeah. here with my girlfriend. Hey, babe, I just have a small load. Do you mind doing it by hand? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, you topped me. <laughs> so they're doing laundry and really intimate things. We could see their kids. Now, I don't know how the intimate things and their kids, I don't know if, I, I don't know what, what kind of either magnification they had <laughs> that they could see their kids or what the kids were doing in the car or why the was kids even, I don't even understand the whole thing. But bottom line was. You have to read the lawsuit. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So more on Tesla because there is always more on Tesla. Tesla cut prices again. The cuts range for a 1.9% on the performance version of the Model 3 to 5.6% on the basic version of the Model S without the cameras. No, just kidding. <laughs> but 5.6% uh, on the Model S. And this move follows repeated comments in recent months by uh, Elon that Tesla would focus on lowering prices to spur demand and has seen success in sparking orders with global discounts introduced in January. So clearly the big issue that we've been talking about that no one wants to really admit is that demand continues to, to to wane. We're talking about two of the most favorite companies in the world, Apple and Tesla. Yep. That are seeing dramatic reduction in overall sales and demand. And nobody's paying attention. Well, so you are. I Who am I? Uh, who knows? Somebody named Kimball Musk. Kimball Musk. Kimball. Yep. Kimball was, uh, is, the, is the brother. No, he just sold $19 million with a Tesla stock. Mm, nice move, Kimball. Wasn't he the one that owned uh, 
the uh, solar power company that Tesla had to take over because it was going bankrupt? Oh, uh, Solar City. Yeah, that was, that was Kimball. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. So let's look it up real quick. We're doing all the lookups. Kimball Musk Solar. Let's go see. Um, Kimball Musk says Solar City financial woes were not a major concern. Yeah, it was back in 2001. He, he was a board member of Tesla. Tesla CEO and he never shows up in the conversation. I don't even know what he looks like. I, I would have this feeling he looks just like him. He might. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's what I thought it was. Okay, uh, moving along. New York City. So, in the most obnoxious place in the world, and I can say that because I was from there, New York City residents impose 90-minute time limits on diners, even if they want to stay and order more. It's something that was started during COVID, this whole idea. Like, hey, listen, sit at the table, but, you know, we need to get more people rolling in because, obviously, I would think the longer you sit, probably the less profitable you are to the to the establishment. Would, would that make sense? Well, there's two things involved here. One, if you're, if you're, if you're seated uh, and everyone's seated, it makes the place look busy, which draws in customers. Mm-hmm. As opposed to if the place was dead empty, which is kind of off-putting. So that's not necessarily true. But in terms of actually cash flow, yeah. Unless you're buying, you know, some very expensive cognacs or something, which is a profit maker. That's a profit item. It says uh, serious profit uh, are made from the booze. This is like some some companies, some, some restaurants do this on purpose. I mean, they, they design... Their place, like that steak joint uh, with the blooming onion, uh, Outback Steakhouse. I, I, I am serious. They designed the place to have a wait, so it looks like people really want to get in. Because it's not so good. <laughs> have so, you ever been to Black Bear Diner? Have you been there? No, that's hmm. that's not over here. I don't go to any of those places. So now, stretching due to shrinking profit margins, they're they're imposing these ninety minute time limits, and you should you know. Get out. That's no good. And if in a high end restaurant, you can't do that. That's yeah, stupid. A high end restaurant, you're it's, it's you a can't do that in the high end. This is this is a um, you know mid range. This is your your oh, gastro pubs. This is your gastro pubs. This is your you know. Oh, but screw them. Yeah. If they're gonna roust you, forget it. Right. Exactly. I don't know who they think they are, by the way. I've only got rousted once from a high end restaurant, and. Uh, it wasn't after 90 minutes, it was after a couple hours. And, but they treated you right. They, uh, I got rousted, uh, I don't know who I was with, but I was with, I don't know, it was my wife or someone. And uh, it was the Spagos in Los Angeles. Mm. And so they said, so you got to get up. We were backed up here. You got to get out of here. And so they said, just go to the bar. You have all the champagne you want. Oh, that's well, that's, that's worth it. Yeah, that's worth it. Um, the Mannheim used car index, which is, uh, something important to look at because for a while it was falling. And do you remember something that for a long time, there was this, um, big move up since 2020 in used cars. I mean, crazy, crazy move in the price of used cars. And one of the reasons I decided to purchase my car, car off the lease was that I can get more for it. And trying to release a new car was very expensive. And, um, there was really no way to justify the pricing differential and I can make a lot of money on this. I had a client call me up today and said, you know, I went into the dealership there begging me to sell the car. I said, why is that? I said, what does it cost to get off lease? Well, my, my buyout is 21,000. I asked what kind of car it was. I looked it up. The car's worth 29,000. No wonder the, the, the dealership was trying to get her out of that car. But the Mannheim used car index in March moved up again. So it moved down since like December um, into, I guess, into, into the beginning of the year, 2000. Um, I guess it really moved down into its base, I would say about three, four months ago. And now it's starting to pick up again, pretty dramatically. Huh. So it's telling you- it I wonder something. what the deal is. Can we make cars or what's going on? It's just, I think it's demand again. And I think it's the fact that uh, people are used to what's going on. You know, you're going to have a constant rolling situation with this as the cars come off. I don't think it's any direction. I think it's just going to be a a mess, but stay up here for a long time. 
Inflation's got us by the tail. This is not going to be good for the inflation numbers. Tomorrow, coming out, CPI this week, CPI, PPI this week, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm. Tupperware is uh, issues a going concern notice. Founded in 1942. Tupperware fell almost 50% on Monday following a bleak warning that the future is looking murky. In a regulatory filing late Friday, the container maker said, there's substantial doubt about the company's ability to continue as a going concern. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> That's not a good commentary from, uh, from, from a company. No, especially some mainstay. What happened? Did Ziploc just eat their lunch? Maybe there's, maybe, uh, maybe it's uh, the type of person that would have a Tupperware party. I don't even think they do those anymore, do they? No, no. So how do they sell the product? You go to the store, but the problem is they're next to, you go to like um, a, um, a Walmart, the thing you can get all the quote unquote Tupperware, not the, not the brand, but you can get all these things that are like Tupperware, but they're sold yeah. like Ziploc, Rubbermaid. Yeah, um, everybody. Everybody. And all the made ones. in China. Right. Dirt yep. cheap. Yep, exactly. So nobody wants the quality Tupperware. I wouldn't buy it. I'll tell you why. I have a little bit of a Tupperware fetish. I'll be honest with you. Uh, because, I, you know, I do a lot of cooking. Everybody wants to take my stuff. And I'm like, you know what? You're taking it in freaking Ziploc bags because you don't bring me back my Tupperware stuff. The problem is now I've learned to buy really cheap stuff. So here's, I probably bankrupted the company myself. I buy the cheap uh, plastic storage things, right? Because I know if I give it to somebody, I ain't getting it back. Yeah, you're not getting, well, that's what you want. I mean, if you're going to give them a fancy container, yeah. you better get it back. So, yeah, you buy like the Glad makes a bunch of these cheap containers. Exactly. And they sell them by like the dozen. Yep. And they're like 10 bucks or five bucks maybe for a dozen of these things. And they get, they're cheesy. Right. But they do the trick. They hold the product, you can, you know, and put the lid on there and then you can push it and make it a nice seal and oh, off yeah. it goes. Yeah. So I'm yeah, thinking you don't that care. It's it, gone. It, 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 the New York Stock Exchange is also warning Tupperware that it's danger of being delisted for not filing required annual report. So I'm thinking, if we follow the traditional Reddit <laughs> investing rules, yeah. we should uh, buy the hell out of this. Uh, you know, I know exactly what you're thinking, but the time that you figure it out like you just described is the time it fails. But the good news, I'm not using real money. Uh, I'm in with you then. <laughs> right. Yeah, some I think it's quite possible. I wonder what Tupperware was today, the two days after. Let's see. Tupperware stock. T-U-P is the symbol, by the way. T-U-P? T-U-P. It was up uh, only 5% today, so we have a we have a shot here. It's $1.30. Oh, yeah. Perfect. So I'm going to put it yes, in. I'm in. Count me in. So this is the two of us. We're going to go purple. Uh, where does this go here? Um, um, A-H slash J. I'm putting this on the game here. We talk about it in a second, and we're going to buy it. And the what? What is our? What, what? Well, we'll talk about the thesis in a second. Okay, that's on there. Let's go back to this. Oh, I don't even know if I want to talk about this. Well, let's do a PSA first. This is a very important public service announcement uh, brought to you by uh, us over here at uh, DH Unplugged. The recent FBI recent uh, recent uh, warning by the FBI. Said that consumers against uh, shouldn't be using uh, any of the free public charging stations. Say crooks have managed to hijack public chargers. This has been going on for years, and yeah. now all of a sudden the FBI comes out with this. This years. is like, this is like you going to a before an, COVID. I remember a, yeah. this being a problem in the Oakland airport. This is like going to an ATM and them copying your card, right? Doing this. Doing no, that. it's a little. It's. I think it's more sophisticated. So somehow you plug your phone in and they got a way of somehow wiring up to you and then either putting some malware on your phone or stealing data. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, well, you're plugging into a USB port, which turns the phone into from the computer side. Doesn't show up on the phone necessarily, but the computer sees it if it was a computer on the other side instead of just a mere charging station. The computer sees it as a, uh, a you know, a, a disk that you plug it in. Uh, and it says, oh, well, here we go. I can go into the phone now and dick around and go in there and do this and that. It could be automated. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So this is, should be easy to do. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. Anyway, so don't plug in. Avoid using the free charging stations in airports, hotels, or shopping centers. A tweet from the FBI's Denver field office said, 
Bad actors have figured out ways to use public USB ports to introduce malware and monitoring software onto devices. Carry your own charger and own USB cord and use an electrical outlet instead. I think there's some software that would detect something like that happening, uh, which would be kind of interesting. And then if you did find a computer, that would be nice to just hook up a 12-volt battery, a car <laughs> lead-acid battery to that port and just blow it out. So <laughs> you would think there would be some kind of a, a, a button to push that I'm on a public, like what do you hook up sometimes to um, Ethernet on your computer? It's like, is this a public or a private network, right? I could do it. Uh, it depends. If I was on a, at a hotel or something, I'd hooked up to Ethernet. Even if it's wireless, it's public. But the computer will ask you sometimes, is this a public or is it a private network? Sometimes. We could have something like that. What this are you going to do about it? Okay, it's know. public. Well, then if you don't like it, then you can't hook up. I don't know. It's risky, whatever you do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you just don't don't care. Walk around with your phone with every financial date detail of your entire life on your phone. No, you can't. Well, you need to do that. Just carry around a burner. Yeah. American IQs. It seems that the IQ scores of Americans are trending in a downtrend direction. Downward yeah. direction. Makes sense. In fact, they've been falling for over a decade. According to a press release, this random press release, in studying intelligence testing data from 2006 to 2018, Northwestern University researchers noticed that the test scores in three out of the four cognitive domains were going down. Yeah. This is the first time we've seen a consistent negative slope for these testing categories, providing tangible evidence of what is known as the reverse Flynn effect. Do you have any idea what that is? No, I never heard that term. What's it called again? The reverse Flynn effect. So I think Flynn, Flynn, F-L-Y-N-N. I think we need to first look at what the hell the Flynn effect is, right? Who's Flynn? I don't know. Is a substantial and long-sustained increase in bloke fluid and crystallized intelligence test scores that were measured in many parts of the world. So I don't know who Flynn. The Flynn effect is, you know, it's the same thing. Um, okay, now we get a What is the up. example? Of what? An example Flynn of Flynn effect. effect is an intelligence score is thought that if a person took an IQ test in the 19th century, the average score would be significantly lower than it would be in the same person took in an IQ test today. So I guess the... Have you ever seen some of those quizzes and tests that they used to give in the 19th century? This doesn't make sense. It seems to me that the, 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 the underneath the surface is that human beings have maybe maxed out their, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Their, their uh, evolution? No, I think it's the education system and this, this stuff they're doing. This, they're not teaching people how to read and write. Do you think it's also that the brain is like a muscle in that it needs to be exercised in order to continue. I, I know a lot of people that say that, uh, yes, that's why uh, uh, mental games are good for your uh, mental health. And therefore, by sitting in front of uh, Beavis and Butthead or yeah, family... You should, be, you should be doing podcasts. Well, that that brings full and broad and, and I would say uh, top-level intelligence. There's no question about that. No question about that. All right. And uh, I guess the last story that we're going to bring up before we get to the game, this, this, this is something that's very disturbing. Oh, well, then we have to announce the, the announce the um, close to the pin. But I don't even know if I want to bring this up because I saw the video and it was frightening. Did you watch the or, or hear about or read about this whole Dalai Lama thing? Oh, God, I couldn't watch it. It's so cringy. It was... I don't, I, uh, if you haven't watched it, go watch this video because. If you can. <laughs> the Dalai Lama is sitting there looking at this little young boy. Dalai Lama is in, a, in his loincloth or whatever that whole thing is. That is his, his, his gown. Dalai Lama outfit. Yeah, the Dalai Lama outfit, the dress. And a video clip has been circling that shows a recent meeting with a young boy who asked his holiness, the Dalai Lama, if he can give him a hug. And um, I watched the video. 
first, the Dalai Lama puckers up and brings the boy in and gives him a just a kiss on the lips. Okay. I'm not going to say anything about that. Maybe it's a Dalai Lama thing. You know what I mean? It's it's. It could be some Tibetan thing for thing. all you yeah, know. Yeah, it's a thing. No problem. I have no problem with that. Joe Biden does it. Yeah, no problem with that. Then he kind of brings him in and touches his head to his, like head, you know, head kissing, if you will, you know, like forehead to forehead. And then I don't know what comes over the Dalai Lama. He's he 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 sticks he, he sticks out his tongue, and says. Suck my tongue. <laughs> and, and and that's where the video ended. I was so repulsed. <laughs> Suck my tongue. And there was some other, you know, fixer in there talking about how, well, the Dalai Lama loves to joke around. And I'm thinking the Dalai Lama is not the joker of all jokers. Uh, this is not joking around. This is This is weird, man. That was just weird, weird, weird. And, and, and it's, it's always with little boys. I just don't get it. Yuck. Terrible. We're announcing a new close to the pin <laughs> for Goldman Sachs. Glad you Sachs. got that off your chest. Horrifying. You got to watch the video. You do. You have to watch the video. You just, you just need to see it. If you just don't do it late at night because it'll keep you up. Seriously, it'll keep you up at night. <laughs> I, I really wouldn't. I mean, because I saw it today, this afternoon. Really at in like, the morning, we're waking up. Yeah, oh, my God. I saw it like two o'clock and I was like, just, I was like, I was stuck for like an hour. I was like, oh. That was just so disturbing. So um, let's talk about the uh, close to the pin. Uh, new uh, close to the pin for Goldman Sachs. Symbol GS is available now. For those of you that want to participate, go over to dhunplug.com. This, this is a great pick. This will be interesting. This is going to be good because it's, it's a big company. Because we got the banking thing going on as we speak. You got the banking Goldman thing Sachs going on. right in there. Yep, and you got the uh, earnings coming out next week. And you got all the other banks coming out. Cool. I think a really good timing, right? That's dynamite. I think one of the best time picks of all the closer to the pin contests. Oh, cool. Very good. Let's go to the game. This is a game that we play. It's not a solicitation to buy or sell any security. It's not a recommendation of any kind. Nothing on the show should be considered investment advice or a recommendation. If you choose to invest in any of the stocks mentioned, you should know that it may carry risk, along with the risk of a loss of principal. You should also seek out professional financial advice for your particular situation. We assume no risk as these are not to be considered recommendations. Horowitz, a company, myself, or John C. Dvorak may invest in any of the securities mentioned, and we'll disclose that on the website under the weekly stock picks section. You can go to dhunplugged.com and see all the names we discuss in the segment, along with the performance information from the date discussed, as well as any additional important disclosures. So we got a couple things that got pulled off. A lot of things. Uh, the short Crane Shares China got pulled off up 8.5%. Netflix got pulled off short. I think both those were mine. Uh, uh, let me think. Yep, that was mine too. Uh, Netflix short was, was that mine or yours? Let me think about uh, that. Which one? Netflix short. No, that wasn't mine. Oh, overdone. That was mine. I'm, I'm an overdone kind of guy. Uh, up 9%. So that's, that's been kicked. Um, we also had Coinbase kicked on a... Unfortunate set of circumstances because it moved down. But net, you know, Coinbase, um, I said it was the last man standing. Let's see where it is today, Coinbase. Coinbase closed at 70 bucks today and it was kicked off at what price? Uh, 58. Doesn't that suck? Yeah, that's Ugh, terrible. That was sucks. a very bad pick. Damn, sucks. Um <laughs> What else we got here? Uh, everything else looks good. I got. Yeah, you're doing well with your old old standby. Which one? Decker's Outdoor Ooh, shoes. Unbelievable shoes. You're love, a shoe guy. You've you should look at Crocs stock. Your, your, that stock's been, out of control. Did you? Did you? I say Crocs is doing well. Did you have hush puppies when you were younger? No, never. I would never wear such a such a shoe. <laughs> were you more of a Birkenstock kind of guy? I can see you Birkenstock. No, God, no. no, no. Clark's Clark's when I was a kid. Ah. Um, I'm picking two stocks. Well, one is yours and mine. First one I'm picking, again, we had this once before. I think we made a big, big move on it. I wonder if I could find it here on this list very quickly. Control F and AI. Let's see. Yes. Nope, that's not it. AI. Yes, we made 21% in a matter of days on it last time. Last time bought it at $20, sold it at $24 and change. Today, uh, looking at, uh, 
well, we don't know where it's going to open tomorrow, was 22, 22 bucks and change. Uh, buying AI, C3 AI, the AI company, getting a lot of little buzz again. It was up at 31, dropped down to 21 and change. Uh, good support levels right here, about 22.75. Yeah, so I think your guy, I think that's a good one. The other one is we're going to share Tupperware. Tupperware. And um, the thesis is Reddit traders. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we are. That Reddit is traders. that is the thesis. <laughs> Reddit traders. What do you have? What else? Do you have anything? Well, I'm going to put this penny stock on here because the uh, CEO and president has been buying it like crazy. And he's he's been buying like, you know, it's a small company. It's N-O-G-N, a small software company. I'm not even sure what they do. I'm just buying it based on this guy. Inside. But he's been buying and buying. But see, the thing is, he's he's like a guy who's buying all the time. He's never selling. So I can't say that he knows how to trade it. But it goes like this. <laughs> He's buying 24,000 shares, 20,000 shares, 19,000 shares, 12,000 shares, 17,000 shares, 13,000 shares, 12,000 shares, 8,000 shares, 10,000 shares. Then out of the blue on April 6th, he buys 1 million shares. Wow. So this tells me something's up. Mm. What kind of, uh, you want 20% on there? That's a penny. Yeah, put 20% on. 20%. All right, we're square. We're good. Right Sounds on the good time. good to me. Okay, I'll see you again uh, next week. Okay, right. adios. Bye. You've been listening in on a conversation with John C. Dvorak and Andrew Horowitz. Hope to be with you again soon. Bye-bye. Now, I'm not broke, but badly bent. I'm not down to my last cent, because I got a dollar, but it's my last dollar bill. <laughs> yes, sir. In my pockets, there's a dent. All my dough is nearly spent, but I got a dollar, and it's my last dollar bill. Oh, I'd love just one more buck fortune left me by chance. Now, here's a hint. I feel like a man. You can hardly tell by a glance. I don't care. No millionaire can give me the ice stack because I got a dollar. My last dollar bill. Horowitz Company, Inc. is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Florida and conducts business in other states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training.